Recording now. All right, well, let me say, see everyone. Is anybody new here today? Uh, did I see anybody new come in? Cindy is waving her hand. Cindy P. Hi, oh, Cindy. Cindy. All right, Cindy. Yep. Nice to see you, Cindy. Anyone else? Nobody on the no. stage waving their hand now. There's Joyce. I have to be very nice to Joyce because oh, she may Joyce. be. Hi, Joyce. She may be dog sitting <laughs> in the near future. So, yeah, you can have as many questions as you like, Joyce. What are you saying, Joyce? Today's my first day of rabbit sitting for six weeks. Rabbit. The rabbit is coming out. Yeah, so I'll graduate up to a dog, Paul. But right now, I'm on a, working on a rabbit. Cool. <laughs> well, if you bring the rabbit, the dog will eat it. So go, that would be good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've been I've been taking a writing classes on Wednesdays. Those are over. So I'm back for when I come. Oh good, good. Yeah. All right. Well uh well Cindy, nice to meet you. And uh obviously you've heard the topic non-duality. Yes? Yeah. All right. So the way we're the assumption we're taking uh, when when non-duality is mentioned is that you are what you're looking for, but not as the you that's looking for it. Yes, you are that. That's the basic assumption, and then there's a pivoting of that, and that's the that's the the description called non-duality. Yes. So there's an assumed fact that you are what you are. And we're going to look at what we're not, basically. Yeah. So non-duality, not two. So we're not two. All right. Well, what does it feel like? We feel like uh, an object. We feel like a subject. That's two. Yes. Sometimes you feel like you're the thinker, which would be the subject. Sometimes you're the thought about, which is the object. That's what non-duality is negating. So all the activities that imply this you that is truly, you know, expansion, contraction, yes, no, convinced, unconvinced, the only sense of singularity it actually uh, can rest on is the picture of it being a body, yeah? So the body is now presented as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, but the really real activity is of subject object yes so objects are thoughts to the subject that's seeing them and the subject that's seeing them is the subject that's thinking them which is paul and paul is pictured as a body yeah so when paul is remembered he's remembered as a body when paul is assumed it's assumed that paul's a body but with subjective qualities paul is the seeing the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching, he's doing all that. So basically, Paul is seen as the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. So that would be subjectiveness becoming objectified, yes? So this is what non-duality is hopefully negating. It's not, non-duality isn't anything. It's just a negation of things, yes? Because the point is, the most important point isn't, you know, what you are, you're already that, but what you're not, because that's what's to, that's what the mental state that we're relying on is assuming we are. Yeah. So we're made into a, uh, 
a point that's not true. So that's what needs to be negated. And then you'll find out exactly what you are when you see you're not that that's looking for it. Yeah? So you'll find out what you are by recognizing what you're not. And how do you recognize what you're not? You see it, meaning aware. You become aware of it. You don't see it with your eyes. You become aware of certain activities that I like to collect in this term called selfing. Because even the idea of a self is too much. Because you've already attributed it uh, to, be a, to be a something that it's not. It's selfing. Yeah? It's a mental activity that claims what's going on to imply, to infer, to assume, to historically validate that there's a someone, yeah? So the seeing claimed implies the seer, yeah? This is the trip, because you're seeing a lot of stuff all day, but all that stuff you're seeing can be very vastly thousands of them, but the one there'll be only one seer, yeah? So the seer becomes reinforced all day by all the claiming of all the seeing, yeah? The same thing with hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking, doing, yes? Not doing, yeah? Whatever is going on is being claimed to imply there's a someone either doing it or is being done to by it, yeah? Yeah. This is what non-duality is a negation of, yeah? Because non-duality is a fact and so when you're seeing from the fact, which you always are, you can see the assumed fact and you recognize it not to be true. What happens? You know, find out, really. There's no road answer to what will happen. It's got an incredible autistic uh, quality to it. But there'll be definitely a loss of interest in what you're not. Yeah? And there'll be a loss of attention going to what you're not. And therefore, that interest and attention that was being used to reinforce this idea of Paul, which is really why it was being used to enslave us to this idea of Paul, is now going to be enriching your day. Like seeing this beautiful virtual background. I have a virtual background right in front of me out my back door. <laughs> That's also beautiful. Yeah. And... I have the ability, because it's not sent around the corner all day for half an hour, I'm seeing and I'm having a lot of beautiful uh, visions just by gazing out my back door, so to speak, yeah? And I'm available to them and I'm present. Not by any gargantuan Herculean feat, but because I cannot not be present, that's what I am. <laughs> and I'm here because I can't be anywhere else. So basically, I'm here now <laughs> because everything that's going on never leaves here and now. It never does. Yeah, You can think all you want about 80 years from now, you're doing it now. Yeah, and you're, do you're doing it here. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, I don't care how much the head says you're not here, if you look at the surveillance tapes, you're here, yeah? So you can go off and believe all this stuff, but in fact, it's not true. So now, finally, and how are you going to know false evidence if you're looking at, ev at, at all the evidence from a false point? 
how are you going to know? How are you going to be able to discriminate what's true and what's false if where you, what you're taking yourself to be is false? Yeah, it's taking it, that which is false is taking itself to be true. How is that going to have any discrimination? Yeah? So basically the head, in recovery we use the acronym FEAR, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. That's what's going on. How does false evidence easily appear real? Well, it appears real to other false evidence. <laughs> so the false evidence of Paul being a historical action figure, the doer, the thinker, and all this, that's a pretty big amount of falseness. When it sees shit, it doesn't tell it can't tell the truth from the false. Yeah, because it's not looking from the truth. It's looking from the false. So false evidence is appearing real now, and then false, false evidence in the head keeps appearing real. <laughs> and if you try to get out of it as what you're not, that's more of being what you're not. Yeah? If you set out on a course being identified as this idea of self, and you take a two-year of course of losing interest in self, that's interest in self. Yeah? Because the, the false idea is being reinforced by studying the false idea. You never see it? You don't see that? We have this thing in recovery. All right. Perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite rather than finite self, okay? Let's say you don't know this, but there's, you're in a condition of trusting finite self, this idea of being Paul as the doer, the feeler, the thinker, and now you set on a course to trust the infinite. That's just more trusting the finite self. Don't you see it? You can't, if, if you're in a condition of trusting something that's not so, and then from there you try to start trusting the infinite, all you're doing is trusting that which you're not, more, yeah? And there's no way, it, it, it doesn't hit a, a tipping point where it finally works, it just keeps, it's doing the exact opposite that you think. I've been spending a lot of time working on losing interest in self, that could be construed as interest in self. Yeah? So how are you going to get out of it? Tell me. You can't get out of it. The great news is you've never been in it. Hallelujah. That's the great news. The assumption isn't true. So the greatest escape from an imaginary place is freaking doing nothing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Because once you do something to escape an imaginary place, because we are reality, you're lending reality to the idea that this imaginary place is true. Don't you see it? I mean, don't you see the activity of the illusory quality? It's, it's us as the dog. We're not in an illusion. We're the illusory quality. <laughs> that's, the, that's it. Yeah? <laughs> so, you can't use what you're not to get into what you are. You have to see 
what you're not from what you are and you realize there's no getting into it because you've never been out of it yeah <laughs> you're you're immediately with absolutely no time being what you are at all times even though you may not think so the basis is being what you are yeah now being what you are in the dream in the act of dreaming can dream that it's asleep to being what it is and it can also dream that it's awake to being what it is yeah one tends to lean towards the lighter side the other tends to lean toward the heavier side yeah the fact that being awake is a fact yeah is a fact is a fact in the dreaming the best you can get to is I'm seemingly asleep to that fact in other words it's not appearing to be true to me yeah or I'm seemingly awake to that fact it's appearing to be true and then dot 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 maybe to me yeah <laughs> to me is optional but you can just yeah <laughs> It doesn't change anything yeah this is the whole point the mental state lends itself relevance by saying it can obscure you from the truth or block you from the sunlight of the spirit or ruin your spiritual journey all of that is not true it can do all those things but it doesn't affect what you are it's like everything that's appeared in the sky today has not really affected the sky at all yeah all the clouds, they didn't leave any mark on the sky. The planes didn't leave any mark on the sky. Explosions didn't rip the sky open. Yeah, that's what mind is like. Mind is like the sky. Allows Everything is allowed to appear in it, but nothing that appears in it affects it. Because it's all and of the context of sky. Sky in appearance, sky in sky. Yeah. So let's just, is it true or not? Is the truth indescribable? Is your infinite nature indescribable, inconceivable, impossible to understand? Yes? Then why are we talking about it? Let's describe what's describable to the indescribable. I humbly believe we're the indescribable. Yeah. I humbly believe we're not the describable. So let's get on to the business of describing what we're not to what we are. Yeah? So that what? So finally, these conversations, instead of emphasizing what you're not, they'll emphasize what you are finally. Where satsangs a lot of times are emphasizing what you're not. Because you're going to be the one that's going to be there to experience the absence of all absences. Yeah? You're going to be there to get it. No, that's not true. Yeah? That's the great news. You can't get it because you are it. You can't understand it because you are it. You can't experience because you are it. Yeah? I can experience this light playing on the the green in my backyard because I'm not it yeah I can see that but I can't see what I am I can't because I'm not yeah but I can definitely see what I'm not 
all day. And by seeing what I'm not, it intimates what I am. Hallelujah. Yeah? There is selfing, there's thinking, there's seeing, there's hearing, there's feeling, tasting, touching, doing. All of that's going on, but I wouldn't... It's a huge leap to imply from that that there's a doer, a thinker, a feeler, a hearer, a seer. Yeah? I mean, where does that come from? How do we arrive there from seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, doing, thinking... Where, where, where did, where, where's the noun slipped into all that? Yeah? And then what happens when the noun slipped into it? The noun now becomes the dominant narrative. Yeah? Instead of life is happening, life's happening to me. It's completely different. And suddenly, with that fascination about the me, you get spoon-fed a narration and you lose the sense of being alive. It's like capturing the, you know, a glass of water from a river. You may think you have the water of the river, but you don't capture the rivering. Yeah, the rivering isn't captured by that glass of water. Yeah. There's no capturing. Where would that, where would that verbing begin and end to be captured? It's all there is is verbing. Yeah. There's no one, there's no noun to jump in and, and wrestle with the verb and capture it. There's just verbing. And the, the conclusion of being the noun is from the addiction of the mental state to this selfing. Yeah? So suddenly in the dreaming, we can dream that we're a thing. Yeah? And we can dream of other things. And then we own the thoughts and now suddenly the thoughts own us. And we claim to be the feeler, and now feelings can ruin our day. Yeah? That's the bondage of self. It's an idea that we're bound to, that's reinforced all day. It's not like bound to a chair and you and a handcuff. There's no seeming handcuff. Yeah? It's all, the, it's all on the level of seemingly so. It's appearing to be true to us. And therefore, it can appear not to be true to us. The us isn't different when it appears to be true or not true. The us is us, yeah? It can appear, this stuff can appear to be true to it, or it can appear not to be true to it, yeah? To me, the basis of traveling lighter is when this place, this activity, has appeared not to be true to you. To a certain point where you're convinced, yeah? And then enough interest and attention has left this freaking incredible preoccupation, and now your day's being enriched by this relief from the bondage of self, yeah? And as supposedly Lord Buddha said, events happen, deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. Yeah? This isn't about nothing's happening. A lot of shit's happening. It's just not happening to you. Yeah? You's a happening that you don't see. 
Yeah, you believe you is something real that shit happens to. You is a happening. It's called selfing. Yeah, it presents an idea that you're a you. Somehow we slip into that little garment. It, it's now you, and then it's then there's a coronation, and now it's called me. That separates this one you from all the other yous. So there's no you like you <laughs> when crowned me. Therefore, you can't learn from others. You can't. You can't fucking. You you get in a cocoon of terminal uniqueness. Yeah, you think no one feels like you do, or no one's done what you've done, or no one thinks like you think. <laughs> Tons of people think like us. The only difference is nouns and and locations, basically. Yeah, and then the volume. I mean, I'm sure you've had crazy thoughts, but they didn't. You didn't pick up a gun and shoot somebody. Other people have had the same crazy thoughts, but it compelled an action, and so now they had consequences, and then now they're in prison, and that's how their movie goes for the rest of their life. Yeah, your movie goes the way it's going. You're not pushing the movie along. You're an observer of the movie, really. Yeah. So yeah, we've never spoken to anybody at these talks. The talk isn't directed to anyone here. It's directed, we're hoping to get through you to what you are, yes? We're hoping if we can keep pouring it on, the mental state is gonna get too, is gonna get overwhelmed and it's gonna be like the spiritual sperm one of those sperms are going to get to the mother egg, and the mother egg is going to conceive an idea. Hey, I may not be that. And then the next idea comes, I can be free from it. Hallelujah. Now you're free from the slavery, slavery of trying to become free as a self. Yeah. Now you're free from self. You're freed from the bondage of self. Yeah. Thousands of talks, all that is necessary is one little sperm to get through. Conception occurs, mind goes, hey, I may not be that. And then that's that, really. Now, as Ramana says, your head is in the tiger's mouth. Basically, it's too late to think you have a choice to pull it out. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Non-duality is tricky. Before you know it, you're done. <laughs> you don't know. You don't even know you've been already done. <laughs> Wait a minute. I want to study longer. No, you got the spiritual subpoena. It's time that you've been served. It's time to show up. <laughs> I don't got all my evidence together. You don't need any evidence. <laughs> I'd like to go to non-duality college. I know you would. You probably would. Just keep prolonging the fucking invitation. No. It's an invitation. It's not a giant three-year course. <laughs> Here you are. 
You can't just get what you are by hearing about it. You arrive at what you are by hearing about what you're not. That's how you arrive there. Yeah, because you're already there. Yeah. So any any description of you will be seen as a point of arrival. So it doesn't work when you describe what you're not which is always thinking the only way it can arrive somewhere is to travel there because it's already something to begin with. Yet when that's negated, the immediacy of your own nature overwhelms you for a second. Yeah? It overwhelms the system and whammo, you've been Zen bitch slapped. Yeah? Then you start seeing distinctions about time from timelessness, yeah? You start recognize the effects of time, not through time. If you're looking through time about time, you're blind to it. You, there's got to be a stop to see what's moving, yeah? So you now start getting a sense of time, and you realize time is like the main ingredient of the magic trick, it's cr truly, because what's going on is Paul is an afterthought that's presupposed before all thoughts. It's mind-boggling, yeah? Paul is an afterthought that is presupposed to be before everything else. It's incredible. And then once it's assumed to be before, the system constantly reinforces that. And for you to be before, the, be, the before has to seem to be not so, obviously, yeah? Like it says in The Course in Miracles, firm in faith in this something else to be yourself is basically active denial of what you are, yeah? So while you're looking for what you are for what you're not, that's what's happening. You're reinforcing what you're not, Yeah? All the studying about what you are is being used to reinforce what you're not. No one who walks into a satsang says, I'm in the act of denial of what I am. No, it seems like I'm going to hear about what I am. I'm in the, um, I'm in the process of promoting what I am. But yes, to what you're not. Yeah? Unbeknownst to you, your starting point is manufactured. It's made up. So the sheep is hearing about the lion. Yeah, the message ain't getting through to the lion. It's getting, it's getting interpreted from the sheep's point of view, which is, oh, bro, you can become like a lion. That's not the message. The message is you're a lion. Now, how long would that take if you're a lion to get through? Not long. <laughs> but if the sheep catches it, Oh, man, it's, oh, what a beautiful luxury. Because it knows all the years of looking for a lion ain't going to change a fucking thing because it's reinforcing the sheep, and that's its agenda, yeah? Set me off for 20 retreats, yeah? Get me a spiritual robe tailor, and get, let's get suited, and I don't have loving gaze, so I'll get some blue eye contacts, whatever, and start you know, gazing, because I'm going to be on this path a long, long freaking time. Unbeknownst to me, the path at this point is reinforcing, yeah, 
the non-existent thing. Wow. I never knew that all the time I was looking for it. <laughs> but when it became obvious, I stopped looking for it. Like that. <laughs> Once I saw the truth of what was being spoken, it stopped. It stopped. And I haven't looked for it in 20-something years. <laughs> So, hey, this is how we put it out there. I'm not saying any other way is right or wrong, but this is like, you know, the family bakery, and this is how we make muffins, you know. Yeah. So, like it or not, I don't, I don't go by ingredients. I mean, I don't have a recipe. It just comes out, we offer it, see if it helps, see if it works. It won't help, actually. That's how it helps, yeah? <laughs> it, it just points out you're not that which that needs so much help, yes? It's beautiful, really. So, hey, you want to open it up, Mike? Sure. But I wanted to, I no hands up right now, but I wanted to say <laughs> I'm not in denial. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Michael is up. Hey. You know, I just want to share, Mike, once one thing. Yeah. No. Do you think? I started to feel like uh, body identification was the problem. Yeah. Years and years and years ago, when I was involved in the course. And the Course of Miracles had a lesson, which was, I'm not a body. So I would basically chant that, yeah, for a few hours. I am not a body, I am free, for I am just as God created me, something like that. I didn't know that all that chanting, I'm not a body, was reinforcing the body that was assuming it was the one who was chanting, I'm not a body. <laughs> That's that whole, that's it right there. And they're done that. <laughs> We're just putting it out there and maybe if the shoe fits, wear, wear it. And maybe there'll be a revision of how you proceed, you know. See, on the topic of buying pants, you can, you know, study pants. You can ex try them on, experience pants, and you'll probably be able to find a pair of pants because they're not of you, yeah? But you can't apply that same uh, modality to what you are, yeah? And if that's the assumption of non-duality, which is, that's how I feel, you know? You are what you're looking for. What's looking is what you're looking for. All right, so if that's the case, if the seeker is the sort, yeah? Let's look at, you know, what we're not. Obviously, there must be an activity that seemingly blinds us to the fact that we are what we're looking for, yeah? Or as Ramana says, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality, yeah? We are reality, yeah? Why are we wanting to attain reality? To me, they were like shoes. You, I put them on and they fit and... Uh, 
a lot of, uh, at, at least the spiritual story collapsed. <laughs> it didn't have anything to keep it up anymore. It just collapsed. Like, you know, when they do those demolitions, that the, the whole building just boom, like that. <laughs> yeah. I hope it has the same effect on you. I do. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry, I jumped in again. Right. Who's speaking? Oh, uh, no problem. It, uh, it's, it's nice to hear you talk anyway. Um, so my question is, I just have a question. I just kind of want to see what your you know, opinion is and what your kind of perspective on it is. But uh, like selfing doesn't seem like it could have any real influence on what's going on. It seems like it's, it's purely just an after effect of whatever seems to be happening. And yet at the same time, there seems to be some sort of indirect effects as in, I mean, especially in the case of when that apparently falls away, your life or whatever you're doing seems to change or it seems to have some relationship there. So I don't know, like, what is your, like, do you think there's any connection or relationship between selfing and what seems to be going on? Or are they just completely not even on the same, you know, dimension? Well, selfing is part of what seems to be going on. What's going on is different. Yeah. What's going on is what's going on, but who knows what that is really. So the selfing just claims it to use it for some other point. Yeah. To reinforce a noun verb narrative. So he doesn't, the narrative doesn't derive from a noun. It derives from the claiming of verbing and then implies a noun. Yeah. So this, that's what selfing is going on. It will use something could be really happening or not really happening. It will use it, both of them, to imply it's not really happening to you and it's really happening to you. Yeah. Mm. So selfing it to me is more mechanical and I don't feel like it has the quality of like AR, artificial intelligence. I don't think it's developing as it goes along. I think it's pretty much programmable like programs. Yeah. And what happens is there's a claiming of something. It's almost like what they do now. Uh, our interest to, let's say, a little algorithm sets off a train of advertising, so to speak. Yeah. So let's say when I was on, uh, I was on something and I had a hernia. So I looked for a hernia belt. The next day on my feed, I had shoes and then a guy standing next to the shoes with a hernia belt on so the, you know what i mean the algorithm picked up and then they started selling me shit. yeah so i feel a lot of the thoughts that are about the same topic you got interested in is just the algorithm downloading shit. yeah yeah so let's say this was my observation i grew up a catholic yeah in long island 19 years old, I met uh, an Indian um, guru world. I didn't meet the guru right away. I met people who were teaching meditation. Yeah. So I met them. And then the guru came later and he was like a 12 years old, 11 years old. Like his family had a guru franchise in India. And he was now the new anointed one and the 
I had no idea the father had died. I didn't know anything about it. So he comes in, I'm meditating, and now I have thousands of ideas coming through me about spirituality, how the guru should be, how I should be. Where did they all come from? They were just waiting for the contact, yeah? I met the topic, and then, zoom, programmable shit came through me, yes? All the while, I'm the belief or the claiming that I was the thinker of it. It was almost as if, uh, like a, on a computer, you hit, a, you hit the L, and then suddenly there's an avalanche of download from, like, program, yeah? That's what it's sort of like, yeah? Because this is what people get tripped out about. They think, oh yeah, a thought came in, but then there's like 40 thoughts that were about the same thing. So they think they're the ones who thought the 40 thoughts. The first thought was some, yeah? They, they believe, oh, that it was all about me, the next 40 thoughts. No. Bing, the algorithm hit. There was interest, you know, addiction, whatever. Bing, download, 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 yes. Yeah, all the meaning, get everything given all the meaning. So I gave a meaning to a guru that was different than the meaning the followers gave. I thought the guru was pretty cool. The followers were telling me he's the Lord of the Universe. Now I had trouble with the Lord of the Universe because I didn't really like him. But the idea of what a person would be like if he didn't like the Lord of the Universe downloaded... And I had incredible fucking guilt, more than I did about anything else in my life. And I was stuck in that class song, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Who leaves the Lord of the Universe? <laughs> I mean, tons of ideas. This was all manufactured. I thought I was had something to do with it. No, I didn't at all. Yeah? So, <laughs> that which come after was implied to be before. These fucking crazy thoughts came in. I showed up. I was made to show up after. And then I was carrying all the load because I was assumed to be before all the thoughts. Yeah? Jesus. And the only way I could get out of that predicament, I went back out and used drugs. I left the guru. The only way, I couldn't leave the guru like, hey, I'm... I'm just going to trust my, my intuition. I'm leaving. No way. I had to fucking blow everything up. Yeah? <laughs> to leave the guru. I had to blow, kill my, almost kill myself. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's how I see it. I don't believe we're seeing, I don't think there's a, how things are appearing aren't real. But the, the appearing is real. But how they appear isn't real, I don't feel. Yeah? It's all interpreted. But, the appearing is real, there's dreaming, but how the dreaming is interpreted is, yeah, 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 yeah. I hope that helped, yes. Yeah, I know it really does. Can I, can I just ask, ask you one sort of follow-up? Can you just elaborate on that, sort of what you mean? Like what's happening is real, like the distinctions I'm seeing like I can I can separate out a the, my computer and my wall right and I have these like visual distinctions. Is that a product of selfing or is that a product of what came before? Well, it's not. It's in between there. It's the basic dreaming, yes. Mm -hmm. And in the dreaming, there's selfing, 
And the selfing is what's giving the dominant idea of the dreaming that there's a dreamt, you. Mm. And you're the one. Yeah? Yes? Yeah. So in that case, but the dreaming is the basic dreaming. We're tripping, so to speak. <laughs> Mind is tripping and dreaming. And in that dreaming, there's a stream called selfing. And that stream has an addictive quality in a way. And now that which is dreaming gets uh, overly interested in this idea of being the dreamt, so to speak. Yeah. yeah? And for that to continue, the dreaming, that which is dreaming has to be underappreciated, so to speak. Yes? Mm -hmm. It has to seemingly be forgotten for this to become so uh, important, so to speak. Yes? Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is, is knowing that, how can you lose interest in self as self? You can't. Yeah? So you lose interest in self as what you are or as that which is dreaming, not the dreamt, but the dreaming, yeah? Mm. So there's, then suddenly there's a losing interest in self, and now instead of the noun being the dominant emphasis, the verbing returns, so to speak, yeah? Mm. Yeah. So now you start seeing this definitely seeing before the seer. <laughs> yes, it becomes clear that the horse is in front of the cart. Yeah, the cart is in front of the horse. Yeah, so it just becomes obvious that you're an afterthought. Yeah, and therefore to be a thought that's implied to be before that comes after time is necessary. Yeah, so the dreaming has to have time going on. That, that construct of time gives so much flavor and everything to it. So in time that which comes after can seem to be before, only in time. When you're not, when you're seeing now, it's obvious that's not true. Yeah? Yeah. But in time, see, it's a trip, man. Because truly, that which comes after is presupposed to be before. Yeah? Therefore, if that which is after is presupposed to be before, there's, there can't be the before. <laughs> you have to be the before. And therefore, the before now becomes a concept that you may want to entertain. Yeah? The truth, the void, whatever. Yes? You've made what's before after. <laughs> and you, the only way you can reach it is conceptualizing it from the imaginary before. This is just seeing it. Yeah? And okay doesn't change anything, but what happens is the story of the after gets shrunk, like in this Zoom. It takes, let's say, a 10% part of one square, and then the rest is all alive going on. Instead of Paul in each fucking square with the people talking in a small little bit, yeah? <laughs> That's what happens. So... Uh, the aperture that's witnessing or seeing the dreaming changes. Yeah, yeah. You go more panoramic and not and less focused. Yeah, you see a whole lot more by not looking at anything particular than you do when you're just fucking focused on a particular. You do. You see a whole lot more. So, yeah, that's how. Uh, 
I'm insane, you know, I'm just sharing. I just, you know, something came over me and then something comes through me and it tries to use this sort of broken system to share something. It seems like it never gets exhausted by the attempt, yeah? And uh, it's using a broken system of communication called language. You know, it's very, but uh, its urge to share is, doesn't seem, it seems to have an in, infinite well there. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I don't have to be interested or anything. All I got to do is show up and then things happen. Yeah. The body wise. And I've submitted, I've surrendered years ago about it. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like resistance was futile. And so, but sometimes I'm not overly enthusiastic, but uh, I have an incredible humility towards the vastness of what something's what's happening yeah yeah time is like a, a a dry current we're being pushed all you cannot believe the influence of it things appear the way they do by looking at them through time yeah everything is has time is you know they say time and space are the two main components of the dreaming yeah time and space. You need space to see shit in and you need time to see things. Yeah. So, yeah. There was one guy I really liked, Wei Wu Wei. He said, he would say that if you don't understand the idea of time, uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to be lost completely. Yeah. Because the whole trick is that which comes after is being implied to be before. And because we're saddled with a concept of time, which means it's linear, and that there was a past, and now there's this thing called present, only called present because there's a comparison with a past and a future, yes? That's how the only way we can understand now is by there and then, yes? So that belief is pretty strong in all of the programming, and yet the mental state doesn't abide by that. So it, it actually does something after the fact and implies that to be before the fact, yeah? So it goes against uh, the linear idea of time, yeah? So right now we're living in a weird way. Uh, like when you're thinking you're going forward on a spiritual path, you're actually being broken down and going back from that to that which you never left, really. Someone thinks they're going, they're shooting for enlightenment, but it's actually the other way. You're actually just f falling back into where you've always been, not arriving at it. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Got this whole premise here, this whole premise here is that there is a quality of no time, 
timelessness that we are of and then there's an activity that ha in any activity is has time or is of time yes so there's a mental activity that's implying something that's of time so we are of no time or timelessness or whatever and then there's and then how we're appearing to be is of time yeah now how we are appearing to be in time has taken precedent over what we are you know in timelessness yes so basically the cart in time has been placed before the horse yeah is it before the horse no it's only appearing through time through this through this vision of time that it's before it's never been before it will never be before it is always of after yeah and that's all we're hoping that one of the points we're attempting to correct in the talks we're trying to realize that there's a fact that's a fact that's a fact which is not of time and then there's a lot of assumptions that come about through time yeah and the assumption of being a self is one of them yeah and the assumption is the idea of being a self is arrived at by the mental state claiming what's happening yeah to imply there's a someone and so now the someone is is presupposed before what's happening and now takes ownership of a lot of shit it has nothing to do with yes and then now there's billions of kings called king me running around not seeing the commonality in any of us because we're in a, a special cocoon of terminal uniqueness yeah all made up and imaginary and that which is seems to be in it may want to get out of it and it's trying to get out of it reinforces its seeming being in it yeah it doesn't work the typical escape does not work in this situation the great wisdom of no escape works where you realize there's no one to escape and there's nowhere to escape from that's the wisdom yeah like it or not because escaping from the problem really reinforces the problem as self yeah that's what happens like it or not argue with it but see just take a look yeah see if you can lose interest in self as self see yeah see can can that which is playing god quit playing god it would be playing god wouldn't it it can't do it. It can you. It cannot come about. It's stuck in a little Chinese thumb torture. It should just surrender, just relent. Yeah, really, because every movement just makes it worse. <laughs> there you go. How it all happens? It's a trick, a magic trick. Yeah. Yeah. It sure seems real. Of course it seems real. The magician's fucking incredible. Yeah? What could, what could fool reality other than reality? Tell me. Can an illusion? There is no illusion, first of all. It's all reality. 
So as Ramana said, the great mystery or the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. I would say uh, we're in that equation. Yeah. <laughs> we are what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Someone's calling. Yes. All right. So, okay. Thank you. Um, got Nick and then John. Nick? Yeah. Hey, Paul. Nick, how are you? Thanks for uh, pulling me out of the quicksand again. Um, I am curious, why, why did you use a pants analogy earlier when today and on Thursday... You've had such great shirts on. Shirts? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Listen, I don't know if this has much currency, has currency with your idea. Um, it's certainly not as juicy, but there's, you know, the scientific observation that um, we recognize when they do brain scans um, what we're going to do before we do it. So yeah, the, yeah, the brain. So we know that we're going to move our left hand before we move it. We don't recognize what we see before we see it. So, you know, there's a lot of scientific evidence that sort of backs up what you're saying in that, you know, we're making up a story to comport with what our bodies are already experiencing. Yes. And so that's that's like scientific proof of the dreaming, of that we are creating a reality out of what's happening in and of itself. Yes, making one. We're not creating one, making one, yeah. Yes. I'd say I agree with that. That's the course in miracles, says the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah. Oh, so neat. basically it has a defined, it's got a dog in the hunt. Yes. Yes. Yes, for sure. Doesn't that lend some clarity to your philosophy? Well, it's not my philosophy, but yes, it lent it to me. I remember I was living in Australia and they had a, a they did a, on some news thing, they did something with this physicist where they sh had her sitting across from a clock that just had two hands, and they put the electrodes on her, and they said, all right, we want you to stop the clock whenever you want. So she would stop it, then she would say, she, she was thinking she'd stop it, but fake it and whatever, and then they had, they saw all that, and they saw that the brain lit up like a second or two before she thought she did anything. So right. yes, so the brain, yes. So therefore, to cover that up, we're given that there's a story that's made. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, just it just goes to show that we are, we have no free will. We're just making up this story as we go along, and it seems like you're able to live that experience. I think I said once in a previous meeting that I had experienced that one evening viscerally um, that just happened to come to me when I could viscerally experience the fact that I was 
creating the story for what I was already doing. And for a minute there, I was able to see myself moving before I was acknowledging that, you know, before, I could see yeah. that I was not producing that movement. Yeah. That, the, the thing that I think of as me. And um, you seem to have moved into a realm where you live in that space. I don't know about that. Well, we all live in that space, really. <laughs> now, are you on it? Are you onto it more? Uh, yeah, but we all live from in that space. That's a beautiful thing. There's a certain... Uh, it gives great license for the action figure just to be doing exactly what it's doing. Because you just don't see yourself as the action figure. Let's put it that way. But the action figure has experiences, has this, has that, yeah? But it doesn't become, uh, it's in its own pool called experience, called uh, this and that, yeah? The basis, the context is never disturbed by what's going in it, on in it, yes? And that's to me is the... Uh, that became a very strong sense. I don't know. So, yeah. But Paul is crazy in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, well, I, when you say when you say you can be both crazy and humble at the same time, that's that's that seems like the totally, key. Totally. Totally. I mean, uh the action figure has got its blind spots. It's run into a lot of trouble in this life. So, I mean, I've, I've had a lot of physical pain. I know a lot of people get emotional pain. That, that wasn't uh, the dominant theme in this life. I mostly physical, you know, injuries. So, and uh, just, uh, yeah. So I remember I used to, uh, when I would do retreats when I was younger, or do some kind of new age thing. The people, you know, they you'd have little gatherings with the people in the thing, and all the people would think they'd see so much sadness in me. <laughs> I didn't know if I was should take that as a compliment or not, but it was sort of like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you can be convinced here. I do. Yeah. Not in the head, but somewhere else. And then, uh, and that shift in interest and attention uh, may not be rocky. It's, it'll stabilize, yeah? Yeah. So, there may be a lot of things moving in the, in the, in the, on the table in the rocking boat, but nothing falls off, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Thanks, Nick, yeah. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. John. Got on mute. Yeah, got it. Hi, Paul. How you going? Good, John. Yeah, good. So I'm not sure what's going on here. Is that where you live, that back picture? No, no. Okay, well, when you lift your arms and that, it's really surreal from where I am because oh, your shirt's disappearing. 
And um, yeah, I'm just seeing your hands come out of nowhere. I like that. In yeah. your head as well. So I thought actually the dream was disintegrating into. Um, <laughs> it's a good. Uh, if, alas, alas, it's not what I thought it might be. <laughs> but it was anyway. in a way. That was. Yeah, yeah perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, that's yeah. What I created. Uh, yeah. Um, but it seems to spin on into some stuff. Um, you talk then about. How I, I, how do I do that? Um, oh, the, okay. There's kind of like two planes of life. What the the self-seeking entity is thinks it's running, and then the underlying current. Call it what you will. Yeah. Um, do you understand that? Um, is yeah. that clear? Just so where you can. So, that, so then. Yeah. So you've sort of said, um, I don't know what you said now, but what's coming up for me is I've had sort of different experiences where my beliefs have been challenged to such a point that they had to be exposed, that they weren't based on any foundation. And I've had to do that with lots of different things in life, um, whereby dis uncovering the false evidence appearing real in a real or in a life situation. Yes. I'm not sure if I'm making any sense. But what comes up for me, there's been really painful things where I thought this can't be happening to me. And then I can reflect after 20 years or whatever and go, do you know what? That's when direction I was changed. I was given a subtle tap there and my life changed for the better or whatever, or in a different direction at least, which has led me to a point where, hey, I'm sitting here talking to put a nobody about nothing, yeah? So there's, I, I don't know if I'm trying to make a story, but I, I couldn't have predicted it in any form. But underneath that, I always knew that in traditional religion or whatever, there was there was a key there was a key missing and I I couldn't open the lock um, and with your message that's it was like I was it's a roomy saying you know knock on the door and you find you're inside that's the best thing I can come up with yeah um, so I don't know where that's going but just with I've had experiences of and I'm not sure if this is the appropriate time and it's not coming from any kind of egoic thing where I've had my my heart chakra for one of a better word I don't know another word where it has exploded into light or I've had crown openings where I've had columns of light shining through the top of my head different things like that which I didn't preordain to happen because believe me they shocked the shit out of me when they happened um, but there were continual taps saying, hey, there's something out here trying to get in touch. I don't know what, what that means either, but there it is. So thanks for being there, Paul. Well, I feel like I'm in a safe place to share stuff like that. Well, you yeah. are. I think, see, the point is we are a story. We, it's, we don't have one. Yeah, we are one. Yeah. Yeah. We are the ride. We're not on rides. We're Even, on the ride. Yeah. 
Yeah, so absolutely. The idea of even that in that story is another story. Yeah. Yeah. Might well find intrinsically through my life, there's always been a, a passion for construction or something. And that seems to happen regardless of the situation that I'm in, you know? Yeah. So even that sort of happens without my having much to do with it. Yeah. It just yeah. seems to be part of. Hey, it's a nice yeah. way to go. Uh, you know, uh, I think there's just, in other words, you're going out on a date, uh, a di you know, going out on a date with life, and then the, the, the chaperone is the mental process. You know, you don't need the chaperone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can go on a date with life, yeah, without the chaperone going off yeah it's beautiful so, yeah you you just lose interest in it in in it yeah. it does it's mechanical it goes off once you yeah. engage it with it wanting it to stop or or to go another direction it just gets amplified so you hit a point where you've recognized that you are the obscuring agent so to speak and therefore you're not but you know what i mean so then yeah. for you stop trying to look for something that can't be found yeah yeah you just put an end to all these activities that are muddying the water so to speak and then hopefully yeah you'll recognize what's looking back at you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm happy i know you john i'm it's uh and that's a yeah. blast i you know i don't yeah. the problem with those experiences is when the mortal terrorists sets in when they are occurring where the head believes it's dying and uh, <laughs> that can go on way past the columns of light for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most, for the most part, I, I'm, uh, as you say, traveling lighter. Life is beautiful, yeah. Oh, great. In spite of any, in spite of any uh, challenges. Oh, incidentally, I'm supposedly getting a uh, spinal surgery in the next couple of months, a decompression laminectomy. If there's anybody out there who has any factual evidence or information rather than their biospheres, I'd be interested to hear. Because, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get out of pain, physical pain. Yeah. yeah. Takes, yeah, be open for counsel around that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. So that's why I threw it out there. Thanks. We'll do that after the meeting if anybody yeah. is up for a chat. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Thank you, John. Love your message, man. Thanks, John. Uh, anybody else want to raise their hand? Oh, uh, no, still John. Oh, Anu. I knew. Yes. Hey, Anu. Hey. I'm good. I wasn't really sure I wanted to ask you this, but uh, I think you just brought it up. Uh, you mentioned um, something about terror after your energetic awakening. And um, I think I've been going through something like that for the last year. And I'm just wondering, you know, how did, how did you ease out of that? Or Well, acupuncture helped. 
acupuncture. Okay. And nerves. Yeah, and body work. Yeah. Okay. That seemed to, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. Sometimes you just have to, you know, sit through it. Yeah. I had a weird, I had a weird thing with all that. It was just, uh, I used to, uh, I used to uh, take money out where I lived. I lived in a house with a couple of people. You know, you had, a, you had your room and you shared the house. But I would, uh, I would take some money out I had in the room and put it in an envelope and having it stick out because I had really felt I was going to pass away a lot of nights, you know, so that my body, my roommates wouldn't be stuck with the dead body. <laughs> so I left some money. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> All I can say is I'm glad it's over. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I I yeah, been going through but it's getting better, but been been through that too. So I'm glad you made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So but it, you know, that's uh sometimes an energetic event put stress on your organs, on the organs of the body. So you got to be careful and not, you know, yes, you're having an energetic event, but some of the effects are shown in the physicality. So like I had heart problems and stuff caused by it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for, really. So was not wished for at all. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. A lot of people, you know, we're here dreaming and we want to convince ourselves that something's so. And so we think it has to have a profound energetic fucking 4th of July. But most people I've noticed when it starts, they want to get out of it right away. And then you know, I'm saying, this is what you asked for. Why are you in a rush to get out of it? Yeah, but as soon as <laughs> they've prayed for it for years, then it fucking happens and they like, get me out of it. No, no. So I feel if you don't act out and you don't die, things get really good in a lot of ways. Yeah. Okay. Very encouraging. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Anu. Hmm. We need you, Anu. We do. I'm I'm very happy to see you here. So, um, yeah. this is such an amazing group. I'm very fortunate to have found you guys. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very nice group. I can tell you who I wouldn't hang out with, but I'll that'll be for another day. Oh, by yeah. the way, we were talking before, and uh, so maybe she could she'll drive up for when you have one of your backyard talks. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We were thinking of it this week, but we haven't jumped on it, so we probably won't, eh? We'll do it two weeks from, because the, we, the kids are here next week and then the week after. I'll definitely be there. Love to meet you in person. All right, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll put it up. Well, you can come up anyway on a day and hang out here. Mike can come over. We don't need to have a formal thing. 
Thank you. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Make it a, we can have a coffee and stuff or whatever you drink. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? Uh, no hands showing. Where? Oh, Michael's asking where he's here. Uh, we live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Paul's house is in Nevada. Yeah, about a half hour from the city off of Highway 101. Where are you? Michael, I mean. Uh, I'm actually in Boston. Oh, cool. Um, I'm actually moving to Providence in uh, about two months, and I have to fly back to California to pick up my car and drive it back. Oh, all right. <laughs> Where in California? Uh, so my mom's in Monterey. I, uh, oh, okay. I moved over here from San Diego, but my mom's in Monterey, so she has my car. I just kind of oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we're a couple hours away from Monterey, uh, Monterey, two and a half hours about. Yeah. Have you guys, uh, okay. have you started doing um, live events? That kind of thing? We just did some last week in Grass Valley. I think it was last weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. That was actually the first video I watched of you. <laughs> Yeah, sure? we're going to start doing it. We have a big yard here. It's just that we haven't organized. We haven't figured, you know. Okay. We'll get to, we'll get to it. Yeah, we have a big space, so it's it's and uh, we used to have talks here. So yeah, it's good to do live. So you'll sure. probably start doing that regularly for Saturdays. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, there's one going on, and it you know it works. I would love to. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it Saturdays. And we may change the Saturday meeting till 12 or something soon. Okay. Instead of 1.30. We'll see. All right, any, uh, anyone else? Questions? And all this stuff will be up on the website when, we, when yeah. it gets organized. So if you just take a look every once in a while under events, they should be posted. But okay. we want to go back east again, too. Uh, maybe in october or something i don't know not in july or august no way <laughs> it's too freaking humid but we're also going to go to italy i think august 26th to the 16th of september we bought the tickets so wow yeah so we're gonna i don't think i'm gonna i may do something in london or i don't know but probably not probably gonna eat a lot of gelato and and uh you should do at least a short cameo. <laughs> Lasagnas and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyone, anyone else? Yes, yes, Josh. Hi, Josh. Hello. So my question today is about fear. And I'm just wondering... Like uh, what I'm realizing is after being, you know, around this message and recovery for 20 years, it's like I have, I have a relationship to the concept of fear. And on one level, I can go, well, what's scared isn't me, as my Paul Hederman art project tells me on the wall on every morning. But I'm also feeling like, is there, is there a deeper layer to that? Like I almost feel like I'm in a relationship with fear. And I want to break up with it, but I also understand on some level. Don't worry there's about nothing fear. I can just, do. Just see you're not the one who's in the relationship. Don't worry about 
Well, fear is a valid emotion. It's mostly anxiety, mental anxiety. Maybe that's it. So you don't, it's not breaking up with mental anxiety. It's seeing you're not the one who's going out with mental anxiety. I'm not the one who's swiping right on Tinder. Yeah. So you just, that's, that's the principle of this, of the message really. Yeah. It's not about changing anything. It's about, uh, seeing which is what's being implied to be before. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a me who's afraid, that's before. See, the fear, obviously, there's nothing called fear, really. There's got to be ha someone who has it or experience it, right? Hey, that's it. That's my that's my art. <laughs> what's scared of you? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not about these things arise. Mental anxiety uh, happens, but the, the idea is it happening to you or are you the one who has it? That's what we're pulling the rug from, out from underneath, yeah? Yeah, because I believe, just look at recovery. They, they make a statement in recovery. Uh, why are you in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? All right. So, well, let's use the word fear that you use. So fear is an effect of reliance on self. Now, fear is seen to be a cause of a lot of stuff, but it's also an effect of something else. So what would happen if you took out the reliance on self, then it would weaken severely all this uh, appearing of fear and anxiety? Yes. Yep. So we're not going right at the effect, fear or anxiety. We're going at the seemingly seeming cause. And that seemingly cause is not a cause. See, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. The one okay. who's having the fear, there isn't one. That's the beauty of it. So now you travel lighter through anxiety. And you travel so lighter. Not through fear. What? So it's not a matter of stopping the anxiety. It's traveling lighter through it. That's going to produce a lot of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting to stop anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to say it stopped? The thing that's the seed of anxiety? No. But that's no. it. And that's what I'm, because I'm, I'm kind of like feeling like I have both a fear of success and a fear of failure. And I'm like, well, this mu it must be kind of, BS it must be the same thing, but just manifesting is different ways. And it must be exactly must because be malarkey both cases, both cases, the one constant is Josh. So let's remove the constant out of the both cases and see what the cases look like after that. Instead of trying to change the two cases, question the constant, which is Josh. Okay. That's the point. It always wants to, it's sort of like a bird needs to have something to push off from to fly. You want to just realize that that foundation isn't true. Yeah. So as you're soaring in the skies of mental anxiety, what, what catapulted you there was a faith in that idea of Josh. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. See, there's no anxiety cannot grow or fester other than in you, in the you that you're not. Yeah. You're like the Petri dish that allows this shit to grow. Now you want to keep cutting down what's growing, but it's gonna it's it's a hospitable environment to that shit. <laughs> There's faith in the mental activity, so therefore it's producing anxiety. Yeah? Now you want to get out of the product, but you don't see the what's really the production line that's going on. And the main promoter of the anxiety as the product is the one who's having the anxiety, which is Josh. That's the main mm -hmm. product, really. So if we weaken that product, you're weakening what comes after it. Yes. Yeah, because it's my fear of failure, my fear of success. Of course. If not, it's just fear of failure. Everyone has that fear of success. Everyone seems to actually everyone gets had by that. Yeah, it's nothing unique. But it's made unique when it's you, yeah? When it's you that's having the fear, because it's really the fear having you. But we see it as you having the fear, and of course that you may not want to have the fear, what promotes more of it, yeah? We yeah. gotta, it's just like, uh, this is like, you know, basic 101 recognition of how the mental state uh, produces relevance and produces effects and shit. Yeah. Making me feel special and unique and alive. And, oh, it's amazing. It's me. It's me. Well, the thing is, it may really be thriving with you having uh, the idea of you as a failure. So for, for the agenda of the mental state, you as a, as a failure is a huge success. <laughs> this is what's confusing. Yeah. You don't realize there's 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 uh, there's other agendas going on and mm. the agenda that's going on you're not privy to so yeah you're you're hoping to get out of it is part of being in it yeah 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 well i can see that the thing is, all you do is have an understanding of it and then you'll see the chips may fall a different way that's all. You just, you can't jump in there and do anything about it. You finally see it, not from it. And you re and then something occurs, yeah? Mm. I find that it leads to traveling lighter and lighter begets more lighter. And it just, uh, because it's true. We're in a, del we're, we're in a dreaming. We're giving everything that all the meaning it has, as the Course of Miracles suggests in Lesson 2. And it also suggests that we're seeing only from the past. This is all made up. Yeah. 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 Mm. So, yeah. Let it land and let it and see what. And then, you know, when, when all these different cases are brought up, you're the one accessory to every crime in a way, Josh. <laughs> and thank God you're not, you're not Josh, but you're, you're going to see Josh all over it. <laughs> so, That's what I'm sick of. <laughs> realize, exactly. You're not sick of the mental anxiety. You're sick of Josh. Yeah. Yeah. The unindicted co-conspirator. Well, now you're, now it's indicted. Now you've been served, <laughs> you've been served the spiritual subpoena. 
All right. I'm going to plead guilty because <laughs> I don't yeah. want to go through a lengthy trial. No, definitely. Plead guilty and they'll give you a deal. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of eight to ten, you'll get five to ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. Oh, All good. right. Good. Nice to see you, Josh. Thanks, Paul. Love you. Thank you, Josh. And, uh, oh, yeah, and uh, I was informed that Tom was raising his hand. Um, yeah, and I'm, I probably shouldn't say anything, but um, it's just like when you said that thing about the Course in Miracles, it's like I've done the Course, and it's like when I did the Course and 12 Steps and all these processes I did, it was sort of like there was like Grand Central, you know, and I feel like you have, and I don't, I haven't tuned into you enough, but it seems like you have a very different message here. It's a very rare, it's like you have some a rare message, you know, I just don't, I don't understand it, but I just wanted to say that anyway. I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but, uh, or if it does. sense. It does, and not understanding it is really getting it in a way. So stick around, seriously. I got your book, and I was going to read that before I try to ask any questions, but I thought, well. No, no, just show up as at these if you can. The book's all right, too. But part of it is the understanding isn't your amigo, in a way, mm. concerning this topic. The topic, when, when, uh, when felt, will sort of... Uh, brighten an understanding yes mm -hmm. so at first it's it's good to not have any under ha, feel like it's going over your head and not being able to understand because that's part of overwhelming the system yeah mm -hmm. yeah so in other words we're not really trying to talk to you tom we're trying to talk through tom and get to what you are yeah mm -hmm. and so when tom says it doesn't mm -hmm. understand that's good <laughs> <laughs> We're not shooting for Tom to understand. We want to understand Tom. We don't want Tom to understand. We want to understand that Tom is in us. <laughs> we, in other words, we don't want Tom to be the haver of the understanding. We want it to be the topic of an understanding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so that's the point, you know, direction, yes. I had this thing uh, years ago, was, uh, I was speaking in LA at this really cool improv theater. And so we had to have like a doorman and my friend Kyle was the doorman. Stacy here is from Los Angeles. And this was years ago and Kyle was, you know, people were donating, Kyle was wedding people in. So after the meeting, a lot of people had, had gone to Kyle and said, everything this guy says goes over my head. So Kyle brought it up with me while we were walking in the parking lot. And I said, that's the point. Yeah. Mm. The point is it goes over the head because I'm not aiming at them. I'm throwing it to, at what they are, which I can't miss. I can go like this. It doesn't matter. All I, all I want to do is miss Tom. <laughs> 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 that's a that's a successful night <laughs> so thank you tom come back thank if you, you like yeah
Someone, you can stay after the meeting. Someone may explain it to you because a lot of it's probably happened to a lot of people that have come here. <laughs> but someone, I'm sure someone would share their, their take on it. Hey, all right. Is that it, bro? Uh, Mike? Yeah. Don't see any other hands, no. That's good. Let's... Uh, Let's end the meeting, eh? I just this is my favorite part. No, actually, they're all favorite. But I like saying goodbye to everybody. All right, uh, Mike. As always, good job. I guess we won't have a meeting. Maybe we'll. St maybe a few people can come up on Saturday if they want. Like you and everyone, we can do it here. Yeah. Trial run. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's say Judith and Kerry, always a pleasure. Nice to see you guys. I hope to see you live sooner or later in lovely uh, Kona. Waiting for you, Paul. Yes. We'll be... ready Paul, for you. she made a cheesecake today, a vegan cheesecake. Oh. I'm going to it for you just to see if it passes muster. Good, 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 yeah. Freeze that sucker. <laughs> Is it gluten-free? Oh, gluten free. Most uh, there you go. Yeah. Got, yeah, the best way to get to me is through my stomach. That's me too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's say uh, thanks. I'll see you soon and we'll Thank keep talking. Yeah. Thank you. The message was beautiful, as always. You're beautiful. Thank, Thank you. And there's Giovanni in the flesh. We've seen him. Nice to see you, Giovanni. Hello, Paul. Nice to be here. I'm there really very glad. The system is a little bit overwhelmed, as you said. I can feel it in myself. Great, great. Yeah, that's a good sign. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I've watched it thousands of times. Yeah. yeah. Thousands and thousands. Yeah. Anu, always a pleasure, honey. And Cindy, welcome. Yes. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. Over my ear. <laughs> oh good I've targeted well then that's good yeah if you're interested just come back it sinks in yeah I mean and it sinks in and it lands in a different way because uh, the selfing is very fast and it's claimed it's claiming to be the Cindy that's hearing this message and therefore, it never really hears a message. It only hears a message how it can hear a message, which is framed by its programming, yes? So even as a lion taking itself to be the sheep, the message of being a lion is not going to override the sheep. It's going to, the sheep's going to catch that message and turn it into, I can become like a lion. Just to be clear, that's why we're talking about things going over your head because I can't miss what you are but I can miss you and that's the intention really with the talks we're trying to get around the main roadblock which is you <laughs> so thanks honey show up if you like and it's uh yeah thank you we got John K yes Alex my uh 
nice to my lovely friend in Hudson Valley. Nice to see you, honey. Yeah. We got Robert from New Zealand. Always a pleasure, Robert. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for your attendance. We got uh, Michael. Michael, thank you for the, the questions tonight. It was, yeah, very good. We got Tommy behind the screen. We got Mary G. Mary G was smiling a lot. She had a, yes, that was good. Linda S. Linda and Mary, yes. I hear you in cahoots with each other now. Absolutely. You're next to each other on the Zoom. That seems funny, eh? Hmm, very funny. We got Stefan not having never left, as always. We got Deborah with the, she's got the candle action going on. Nice setting. There you go. We got. <laughs> We got Vlad from Siberia. Vlad, we will meet again. I know that for sure. Yeah. Inshallah. Hope we will. So. Yeah, no doubt. We will. We got Susan, not Suzanne, Susan, our, our Endeavor Academy alumni. <laughs> One false name is as good as another, right? What? One false name for this non-entity is as good as another. So yeah, I, I answer. It's nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see you. And we got, who is it? Oh, Nick. Always a pleasure, Nick. We got Tom. Tom, yes. Take it easy on yourself, Tom. Yeah. We got Z, my main man. Z goes way out of, out of limb to help me out. He knows how much I like water, and he's the... He's like the, the ferryman on the river I want to go to. So he always lets me in. Very nice. Appreciate it deeply. John W. He's shown up from, uh, from Melbourne. Yes. Nice to see you. I'll be back there, I hope, too. Yeah. Jennifer. Nice to see you. Jennifer. Uh, yes. Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. Yes. We got Stacy, one of my favorite folks from uh, Los Angeles. She, uh, I met her a long time ago. She gets more beautiful every day. Very nice seeing you, honey. Say hello to your husband and the kids. What? Thanks, Paul. I was going to say, I hope to get up there for one of these meetings when you get back to in person. Come up here? Yeah. Come up here, sure. yeah. Yeah, we haven't, yeah. You can call me too, and I'll tell you, we got a beautiful yard here it's very nice yeah we'll have one maybe we'll set it in a couple of weeks so that'll give you time to get here yeah Sounds all good. right we'll do that it's going to be not this it's going to be two weeks from this saturday we're, all right we're going to start doing it weekly anyway right i will do it weekly just listen to mike don't listen to me i'll just be there he, he takes care of it yeah all right Sanda, yes, so every week we'll have it. Sanda, nice to see you, honey. Yes. Keith, Keith, our friend from, uh, he's in uh, Idaho now. Boise, Idaho. Nice to see you, Keith. We miss you here, but it's nice that you're having, you're happy there. Yes. We got John R., He's from a little bit north of Byron Bay, eh? Yes. One of my favorite locales in the world. Well, if this 
if this ever finishes, come over. I'll come oh, and see you. We're definitely going to come over, John, for sure. Are, we, are you guys getting vaccinated or is that something we shouldn't discuss? Uh, we'll keep it as an outside opinion thing. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, Follow your own intuition, I guess. Yeah. Well, there doesn't seem to be a choice if you want to travel, but that's how it is. Yeah. But well, I know that's an, that's an opinion that wasn't we're required, too so far. The first big one is going to be probably Italy. My Amelia, her father's, you know, her family's from Italy. And so yeah. we're going to go visit them. I've done, I've done it before, so uh, I'll put on about six pounds. And uh, you know what I mean? The gluten-free will be out the window. <laughs> I'd say it all lasts about an make, hour um, after we get I off. I need the to make out. UK by February. My mum's hundredth birthday is in February. Oh, wow! Wow! I got to be there. Hundred yeah. is awesome. That's amazing, yeah. hey? Yeah. I think she'll see me out. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, John, I got to move to the gym. Nice to see yeah, you. Yeah, sorry, man. Sorry. Ciao. No problem. We got Jim and we got Taj. Nice to see you, Taj. Always Thank you, Paul. Nice to see you, Paul. Nice to see you. Very nice. We got Roger here. Roger P. Yes. We got Joyce, our future uh, dog sitter. Jo I got to stay on our good side. Josh. Nice to see you there. Are you back in Melbourne now? Melbourne? Yeah. All yeah, right. yeah. We'll be seeing you there. I look forward to it. And then we got Deborah, uh, Deborah M. We got Amelia, the love of my life. We've got Tana, Susanna, a great old friend, Brahmi from India. And uh, let's just say goodbye. Thanks, everybody. Thank Have you, a lovely Paul. rest of the night, and I'll see you. Uh, Thank you, Paul. Recovery Thanks, tomorrow Paul. and Saturday. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, you everyone. Good Thanks, night. everybody. Thank you. Bye, Paulie. Thank you. Bye.